Hello and happy Friday. It is officially football season. It is back, baby. College football action. Week one is in the books. Gonna be look, talking some of those storylines, breaking down week two of the college football season. And then also the NFL, baby. The NFL has made its long-awaited uh, return. We're going to be breaking down our week one picks and more. Before we get started, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, at Burgers and Brats. And hopefully you're watching us live on Millions. Uh, go check it out. You can watch uh, the rerun at millions.co and check out the website, burgersbrotspodcast.com. Cole, how excited are you that football season is officially back? We're back, baby. Oh, man, I'm so excited. Uh, great week one. Obviously, uh, we're going to talk about it later, but head storyline, uh, what went down in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. uh, what went down in Waco. Uh, couple upsets there in the Big 12. Um Pac-12 goes undefeated. Uh, just some craziness for week one. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, September usually doesn't have excitement when it comes to college football. They're usually kind of blowouts, uh, kind of getting into October, November. Uh, we got some excitement in week one, uh, and I think we're going to get some excitement in week two as well. So great start to the college football season. Yeah, I think week one had an average score blowout of 27 points, something like that. So yeah. nothing was close. I mean, you had – I think three seventy-three point wins and then a eighty-one point win with Oregon. So, uh, not some close football uh, early on, but it's gonna get better once well, the I, season goes on. And you play your uh, yeah. main competition. I mean, I'm, I'm not looking at Oklahoma and Oregon and USC and these teams that just kind of played no competition. I mean, the game like I didn't watch OU. I watched Colorado. Yeah. Right, and so. Um, yeah, I just I feel like that was the game to watch. I feel like it's going to be the game to watch this week with Nebraska. Um, the game is South Carolina, North Carolina. So good football games outside of those obvious blowout games, um, which LSU and Florida State, you know, you don't really get these kind of games in week one, you know. And so um, a lot of teams don't want to make that risk the first four weeks of the season and then have to go undefeated you know, rest of the way. So, um, I, I liked it. It was, it was exciting week one. Yeah, I mean, it was super, it, it was pretty good. I mean, the Colorado TCU game had, was the most, most watched game of the weekend. Uh, I mean, let's start with Colorado. Are they legit? Can they go to a bowl game? Oh uh, yeah, I have them going to a bowl game and I think legit, um, le- legit for Colorado to say, holy cow, they're, their legit is eight wins, um, is pulling off an upset against either USC or Oregon. Winning one of them makes you legit. Um, that's two two top 25 wins a year. Um, I think they have a third as well. Washington, do they play Washington, I, I imagine? And they, I, they play, I don't think they play Washington. I know they play Oregon State and Utah to end the season. So, so Utah, another ranked win there, uh, another ranked team there. Um, so they, they're going to have – Three or four ranked teams they're going to play um, as of preseason rankings. And they already <laughs> beat one of them. I know TCU has some turnover mm-hmm. on their roster. Uh, but, yeah, I think they're I think they're legit. Uh, bowl game, I wouldn't say for sure. That's our betting line right at five and a half. So, I'm not saying it's a lot. Go bet it. But it got raised to five and a half now? It got raised to five wow. and a half. It opened up at three and a half. And it got raised to five and a half. Um, I think – uh, Hunter, his Heisman odds went from non-existent to now he's twenty-five to one. Jeez. Uh, Sanders is twenty-eight to one. So Colorado getting some love in the Pac-12. With oh, they are. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. I mean, I did not expect them to go in and win, even with all that roster turnover at TCU. But hey, if they can go through that Pac-12, I said at the beginning of the season, I said before the season started, Pac-12 is going to be one of the better conferences in college football. I think I think they're the second best. I mean, behind the SEC. That's I think top to bottom they could. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you um, there. Um, SEC top to bottom, Pac-12. As for like blue bloods, you got to go Big mm-hmm. Ten still. Pac-12 still has to make some moves. But like as for deep, I would still put uh, Pac-12 over Big Ten. Big yeah. Ten's got three teams. Yeah. And I'm, not, and I'm not even high on four, Penn State. I, I'm high on Penn State, but – or so, some some of those Big Ten teams that are kind of Wisconsin, Minnesota range that like can get you eight wins, yeah. seven wins on the high end. Like I'm not really worried about those teams, but Big Ten has three teams 
that can win the conference, I believe. Pac-12 has five, six. Mm-hmm. Um, ACC just opened up with Clemson going with losing and then Florida State beating yeah. the SEC opponent. Yeah. So, I mean, here we are, like, it, it kind of just painting the, the conference picture. I know that there's a lot of realignment, but take the realignment away. It, it looks like forever we were saying, oh, nothing compares to Big 12, SEC, and Big 10. Well, here comes here comes the ACC with yeah. Florida State creeping up, no longer in the bottom of the top 25 creeping in. And here comes, you know, the Pac-12 leveling out. So I think it's setting up football, college football uh, for success this year and, you know, next two, three years before, you know, what what generally happens. I think you're going to get two, three conferences. But, yeah, you know. Pac-12 goes 13-0, and and they're losing everyone next year. And the Big 12 just does not look great, and they're gaining all these uh, other teams. But uh, it, FSU, I – yeah, they're, they're legit. <laughs> I think I put them in my top four. I think I had them. They're definitely jumping Ohio State, in my opinion. I don't know what's going on in Ohio State. Yeah, I, you had uh, Florida State in your top four? I was looking at it. I thought. Yeah, I got. I'm going um, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Florida State, Ohio State, and then USC. So where's LSU? I dropped. Uh, they're not, no longer in your championship game? National no. championship? No. No, yeah, I picked LSU to go far this year. No I mean, longer Heisman Trophy favorite of yours, Jordan If Daniels? they can run the table, they still can. Because, I mean, SEC is a gauntlet. And they'll have to beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Yeah. They'll have to beat Alabama and Bama. Uh, that's the thing, though. Like, even watching oh, they don't look good. Florida State and LSU, even watching that game at time, obviously first half is close game. And they break away in the second half. But, man, I'm watching that first half. And the mistakes Jordan Travis made. I mean, who throws an interception on a screen route? Yeah. Right? Like, on a screen route, that's not deflected. Um, I think he had another one in there that was just kind of like, what? This, his first half performance yeah. was was kind of like, Florida State's going to be bad this year. Mm-hmm. Like I, was, I was texting my buddy, and I was like, Florida State's going to have two or three losses this year again. You know, like. I mean, LSU just looked terrible offensively. I mean, they just, I mean, they went for it three times on fourth down, yeah. twice inside the 10 and didn't make it. So, I mean, Florida State's defense definitely saved them. Maybe the score ends up, maybe Florida State still wins, but it's closer in the end. But Florida State's defense Florida State, yeah, they're deep legit. Yeah, they're legit. is amazing. Yeah, I mean, so. Um, <laughs> what, what is Jalen Daniels doing? <laughs> Running into the middle of the field, high yeah. jumping eight players. Yeah, he got knocked. <laughs> Over. Bro was just making dumb mistakes, yeah. but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun uh, season overall. So uh, is uh, kind of painting uh, Kelly over there, Coach Kelly. Is he's the college football version of Russell Wilson? <laughs> well, does he, how many rings does he have? Like just regression to. Uh, Disaster oh, like level. now, now regressing, regressing. I mean, even I mean, even last year. I, I, well, I mean, last they, year, last year they, they choked lost this it. game against Florida State. Two fumbles, a missed field goal, and yeah, but that was an extra point. That was, that was a stupid extra point missed away. But I mean, they still went to the SEC championship. They got breaks beat off by Georgia, but then I think they lost their bowl game too. But. If they won the SEC championship, what was their ranking at the time? Did they have a chance again to the College Football Playoff? They're top ten, but I don't think they're making it yeah. either way. So. They had two losses, swung. or did they go all the way? Went out. They had two. They lo- can't remember who else they lost to. Yeah, so. two or three. It, it's but. just, but it's hard, you know. It's mm-hmm. I don't think a college football team has made the playoff losing the first game of the year. I would be shocked has a college football team made the playoff losing a game in September. That's I, I mean, you kind of got to look at the first week, first month. Has a team made the college football football playoff losing a game this month? Be something to look into. I'm, I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, I mean. I'm sure it's happened to one of these teams, but I mean, it, most of the new new teams that get in, they have to go. What about one of those years when did OU make it when they had a loss to Ohio State? One of those early years, like you know, kind of like no, 16 they didn't make it. They had two losses, and then 17 we beat them in Ohio State. So, so it'll be an interesting team yeah. to look up. All right, uh, let's go on week two picks. Uh, let's start kind of the top games. Uh, a decent slate uh, this week. Uh, Texas A&M at Miami rematch of last year. Uh, Texas A&M a four and a half point favorite. I mean, they looked pretty good. Uh, quarterback uh, Connor Wigman. Hopefully, I said that right. Uh, five touchdowns last week. Uh, can A&M live up to hype this year? Cool. Uh, 
Can they no, I don't. I don't think A and lives up to the hype this year. Mm. Um, I, I think uh, the SEC is still too strong at the top. Um, I still think you. I mean, what are they? They were ranked top twenty-five to begin this year. Twenty-third. Twenty-third. I think they're twenty-third, twenty-fourth now. Yeah. So, no, I don't. I don't think. And this is me not knowing much of AM roster, and I'm, I'm going to be staying away from this game this week. A lot of the first four weeks of, of college football, I don't really bet on unless I know these know these teams. So yeah. this would be an evaluation game for me, um, kind of going into it week two. No, I don't think A&M you know, stays with the SEC. Uh, I was kind of worried about Alabama uh, kind of going in with a new quarterback. He excelled. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. high school team. Yeah. But – like, I just believe they're going to form the offense around whatever whoever plays quarterback. It just feels like Nick Saban keeps doing that every year. So I think they're going to have another Heisman type quarterback, uh, and they'll they'll be dominant again. And so yeah, SEC is just too strong for A and M. Yeah, I mean both teams I think missed the bowl game last year. Uh, Miami, Tyler Van Dyke, and their a team rushed for over two hundred fifty uh, rushing yards last week. So you got to get the get the ground game going. I think that'll help. And then and I mean, they and they lost their running back, who who got drafted to the Dolphins. I mean he got a lot yeah. of speed. Uh, Acne David David. I, I, I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah, something like uh, that. I'll, I'll mess up on it all day here, but. <laughs> That dude's got a lot of speed, and um, I know we're on college football talk, but Miami got another fast player, and they got a lot of speed over there in Miami. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, 17-9 slugfest last year. I think it's a lot of fireworks this year. Uh, I, 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 just re- I don't really like either program. I uh, don't think they're going to be too hot, too great this year, but I'll go A&M getting the dub over Miami. So is Miami plus four and a half at home? Yeah, yes. Okay. Um, I won't play spread here. Not knowing the game, not thinking Miami's go, uh, not thinking A&M's going to be good. I'll take Miami, the U, mm-hmm. an underdog at home. How often are you going to ever say that Miami's like a the last decade? <laughs> the last like, but traditionally, like Miami yeah. is like the U. I mean, like yeah. So back me up. You got a, a it's not a cakewalk opponent coming in. Mm-hmm. You got A&M, a top twenty-five opponent. They should come ready. I'll take the U money line, not knowing anything about these teams. That's not an actual bet, but that's just the pick here. But all right, but you're going A and M to win? No, I'm going the U. I'm going Miami. Oh, you to yeah, win? Yeah, I'll, I'll take right. Miami at home as an underdog. So okay. yeah, uh, if I was to bet it, there's no value on the spread here, mm-hmm. right? It's you take an under, you take an underdog at home as a money line, and you take plus money. So that's how I would play it. All right, uh, Nebraska at number now ranked 22, Colorado. Can't believe they jumped all the way up to number twenty-two after not receiving any votes last year. Uh, pretty remarkable stuff. Um, I probably would have waited till this week to place them in the top twenty-five, but you know, uh, I you really don't know much about either team. I mean, maybe last week was a fluke or they just got hot. I mean, they played a team that had seventeen uh, starting spots opened up in TCU. Nebraska last week, four turnovers, quarterback um, through three, so. Uh, he ain't going to have four against Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hunter and Sanders, I mean, dude, they could go one and two in the Heisman right now. Uh, they look pretty pretty good. I, th- both, I think both these teams are top five in roster overhaul, you were saying. Uh, top two. Top two. So both. These, these are the teams that have the most <laughs> roster turnover. Uh, if I 87 in Colorado, 63 in Nebraska, I believe Dang. that number's correct, so. Yeah, so uh, Sanders, 510 passing yards. I think that was a school record. Uh, Dylan Edwards, the running back, four touchdowns. Uh, hun- and, and all four touchdowns coming after a fumble. Wow. Right? Do you remember him yeah. fumbling and then, you know, Dion on the sideline, like, keep your head up. Like, yeah. we're going to need you. Dang. And did they need him. Good way to bounce back, yeah. That's a good way to rebound. Uh, Hunter, 129 snap- snaps with well, one touchdown and one interception. Nebraska side, Jeff Sims, like I said, four uh, – or. Three interceptions. He was only 11 of 19 for 114 yards, or 194 yards, and then one touchdown. He did, though, have 19 rushes for 94 yards and one touchdown. This man can run the ball. Looked, uh, mm. They'll probably have to play that really well. Uh, I mean, they don't let him pass the ball. So if you get the rush game going, I think you can keep it close. But I think Colorado wins. I mean, Nebraska hasn't shown me anything in the last few, few decades, in the last decade. Or yeah. Last week. Um, 
Uh, we were kind of talking about this game a little bit off the air, uh, but kind of like I think I, you got to take Colorado off after what they just did and after what Nebraska just did. At the same time, like I didn't watch Georgia State last year, right? So I don't know how much stamina Hunter has. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't. I can't see him playing offense and defense over 100 snaps consecutive weeks. I think you do that against the top 15, top 25 teams when you need them. Mm-hmm. I think he takes a step back here against Nebraska. Um, I don't think the they, team – They may not need him as much. You know, they, they did have multiple wideouts. I like the guy with the dreads. Number 10. <laughs> I don't know his name. That dude can play. <laughs> you know, so Colorado's got playmakers. Um, I mean, they should win this game. They should win the, the spread. They, they opened the, the season plus seven. Now they're three-point favorites. Um, it's one I can't touch because I just need to see it another week. I need to see Hunter do it again. I need to see the defense make progressions after giving up so many yards to TCU. Um, so I'm not playing it, but TCU minus three. And I'm a little scared to pick uh, Colorado. I really like Matt Rule. I, I know he's a phenomenal college coach. So, I mean, I expect him to get this program on the right track. And, I mean, they should have won pretty easily. Still had a chance in the final two minutes to just ice the game against Minnesota, but uh, end up blowing it. So, uh, I'll, I'll go Colorado gets the win over Nebraska. Colorado's going to be rocking this week. Is at, at Colorado. 10 a.m. kickoff for Colorado. Like, yeah. look at tailgate there. Tailgate's going to be bacon and eggs and beer. <laughs> Like, get your uh, Bloody Marys going. Yeah. You know, are, are kids, are the student section going to be empty because they went out yeah. Friday night and, like, yeah, hold up. They going to pull all-nighter. Hold up. So, that's going to be a fun one in uh, Colorado. I feel like they got game day too, right? Uh, no, game day would be at, the game day would end before the game started. Or, I mean, the game would start before game day. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Right at. <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, they're going to Texas, Alabama this week. All right, rivalry in Iowa. Iowa heads to Iowa State. Iowa, a four-point favorite. Gosh, what's the under in this game? <laughs> Probably 25. <laughs> um, Iowa maybe has actually an offense with uh, Cade McNamara, the transfer from Michigan, but they still didn't score over 25 points. They got 24 points uh, this past week. Iowa leads the series 46-23, to 23, so that's pretty, that's pretty even split right there. Um, Iowa last week. 36 carries for 88 yards. Ooh. That is terrible. That is worse than Iowa? terrible. Iowa. Against who? Who did they play last week? I feel like Northwestern or some small school. One of those – some small school. Man. But, yeah, did not look good. Uh, only one week, uh, but both offenses are ranked 110th and 118th, respectively. <laughs> so, I mean, that's after one week. Uh, which QB can really make the most throws? I think it. I think it comes down to the final possession. It just feels like Iowa always somehow somehow sneaks out a win in this. Dude, series who's, wa- who's watching this game? Uh, Iowa fans. Okay, people in Iowa, living border state to Iowa, like, please DM us. Please comment on our post. Anything. I just talk to us about Iowa football. We want to hear more from no, you. No, we don't. <laughs> like, no. do you guys like? Do you, are y'all going to watch this game? What are y'all cheering for? What are y'all expecting to see? Like, I'm expecting to see like 13-10. <laughs> I'm expecting to see like nine six. And it's not because it's good defense. <laughs> I. It's because inaccuracy. It's because you can't block off. Like, so please tell me what. You know, let's move on to the next game. I don't really have much to say about this one. <laughs> Iowa fans, Iowa football, Big Ten, Big 12 geeks, come talk to us about this one. We want to learn more about these two teams. No. Without watching it. <laughs> yeah. So. Give us a rundown. I, Kirk <laughs> France uh, could get his 200th win uh, this weekend over Iowa State, and I'll pick I'll pick Iowa uh, to get the dub over the Sunday. Um Who has a better kicker? Yeah, and, who can kick a farther field goal? Give me, gosh, give me Iowa State. I mean, they're ranked. I don't think, I, I know I, uh, Iowa State's Big 12. But I know they're trash. Uh, so <laughs> Iowa was ranked 25. They kicked them out this week. <laughs> After they won. Yeah. Right, so yeah. So right. who, are the, who, are, who are non-ranked teams that moved up? Colorado moved up, obviously. Duke. Duke. So I guess. I, I don't remember the eight people. I'll have to yeah. look. Yeah. But. All right, the only ranked matchup. 
of the week. Uh, two ranked teams going at each other. Number 20, Ole Miss versus uh, at number 24, Tulane. Uh, Ole Miss a seven-point favorite in this one. What are you thinking? This is going to be a fun game. Mm-hmm. High power. Um, yeah. High power offense. Uh, Tulane continues to get disrespect. Uh, you have written down here uh, seven, I believe, right? Yeah, seven. seven. Uh, it's moved up a point and a half. Or, oh, wow. So I believe it's at eight and a half now. I saw it on one site. I'm seeing seven and a half on action, which is what I use. Um, Tulane, they continue to get disrespected. Their last five games, Tulane's 5-0 and against the spread. Their last five games, Tulane's 5-0 and win the over. So high-scoring games, and Tulane stays in it. And they um, beat the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback last year. Yeah. Final game. And they're at home. And they're playing against Ole Miss, which... Who knows? Lane Kiffin can like, do some weird things. Like, Jackson Dart struggled <laughs> last year. And Sanders, who was at Oklahoma State, who struggled last year, was like, hey, I'm going to go to Ole Miss. And he didn't win the job. Mm. So let me tell you about that quarterback room. I think Jackson Dart's overrated. I think Sanders is going to play some here and there during the season for running plays a little bit every now and then. But, no, I think Tulane sticks in this game. I think Tulane wins in this game. And, hear me out, Tulane should come out in the first half. And this is a mark it down at one of our bets for the week. We have Tulane money line for the first half. Okay, so where's my action at? Upcoming. Tulane money line first half, 2.30 kickoff. This is a bet we are playing, one unit on it. Tulane money line first half plus 180. So put 100 bucks on it, which we're doing. Win 180. Accounts sitting at 280. That's what we're doing right there. So, Tulane money line first half. They should come out uh, and take the lead. I don't know if they win this game. It's gonna be high scoring, but um, yeah, Tulane money line first half. I think this, this is gonna be a fun game because these quarterbacks. I don't know. I'm not gonna roast on Jackson Dart yet, but I, I think he's okay. I mean, we really wanted him at OU. We'll see what happens. But both these quarterbacks phenomenal last week. Jackson Dart. 534 yards, uh, four touchdowns, the interceptions. Michael Pratt for Tulane, uh, 14 of 15, 294 yards, four touchdowns as well. So, I mean, Tulane, like you said, impressive last year. Got that uh, seasoning win over USC. They've looked good. They won the AAC championship last year. We both picked them to win again this year. Um, Got to find a rushing attack. No turnovers for uh, Tulane. Ole Miss, Trey Harris last week, six catches, Four touchdowns, 133 yards. Mm. Mm, that is a great mm. stat line if you're a wide receiver. Could be rainy. Uh, maybe that could impact the quarterback play. I think Tulane can hang in this game, especially in the first half. But I think overall, Ole Miss is just SEC. Go Ole Miss. But I would, I really wouldn't be surprised if Tulane snuck out a win or lost on a last-second field goal. Yeah, and I'd, and reason that's the reason we play first half and. I'm kind of go back to last week. I didn't do my recap last week. Last week we went three and one on the plays, and I wasn't comfortable taking OU spread for the game. They blew it out. I wasn't comfortable taking USC spread for the game. They, I feel like they, I think they did that. I think they, they blew it out. They didn't. Yeah, they, they, it was like by 14 or 15 was. points over, so over two touchdowns over. We played the first quarter on both of those spreads. Um, both of them hit. I, you know, fans going to be first week back, first week in the season. Uh, yeah, I mean, these, these home openers are going to score in the first quarter and be crazy on defense. So we hit those. Uh, we took the under in the first half of the LSU Fort State game, just kind of figured those two quarterbacks wouldn't be throwing it like crazy. It'd be running it. Clock would be running. The clock continues to run. you got to remember that this year. The clock continues to run. Same amount of TV time, 40 less snaps of game time. Sucks. No, I think it – so Sucks. it shortened the snaps about like seven and a half snaps a game. We got – yeah, some some of the games were like 40, like less. 40 like, less? Yeah, like so, less than that. That's like week – like we kind of took a sit back and just evaluated week one, but that's why like a lot of these week ones are unders because this clock's going to be running. Um, and so, yeah, I just – I don't know. I feel like – I don't know what game we were on, 
Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I mean, I just Ole Miss and Tulane. I feel like that's going to be a first half of Tulane, but um, it should be a shootout. I think the spread, uh, the over under is at sixty seven right now mm. too. So, do you think that goes over? Over sixty seven. That's thirty four points a team. That's a lot. I think it could, depending on the weather. I mean, it's supposed to rain, but I mean, both these quarterbacks were lining up last week. Yeah, against lesser opponents, but still, these are two really good teams offensively. Yeah. So I think I think the over, over can definitely hit. All right, let's go into the final game. Uh, the I mean, game we're all waiting for Saturday night college game. They'll be there. Number eleven Texas heads to number three Alabama. Bama is seven and a half point favorite. It may have moved up, or it may have They're changed seven. seven still. Yeah. All right, rematch of last year where. Uh, Alabama won by one point. Uh, Quinn Edwards gets injured. I mean, if he doesn't get injured, Texas probably wins that game. Mm-hmm. Alabama last year also had, I believe, 15 penalties for 100 yards compared to Texas having uh, way fewer. Saban, 38-2 and against his former assistants. Um, last week, Texas really didn't look too good uh, last week, mm-hmm. starting out against Rice. Ewers, 19-30 for 260 yards last week, though. But, man, like you were saying, Jalen Milrow for Alabama. Rushed for two touchdowns, threw for three other touchdowns. I mean, that they could be down two starting cornerbacks, but, I mean, it's a, it's a factory out there. It's just replaced with another five-star and everything. Yeah. Um, Texas, obviously, can't start slow. You got you to gotta get points on the board fast. Milrow. Milrow was the leading rusher last week for Alabama. You don't really see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least since Jalen Hurts was there as your Alabama quarterback being your leading rusher. So, I think, I think this is, this is going to be a really good game. I don't think it's as close as it was last year. I think Bama dominates this game. Yep, I'm right there with you. And I am with you because all the reasons you stayed at first. Uh, the penalties last year in that game, uh, that's not going to happen again. Um, the fact that everyone, everyone is saying Texas should have won that game last year is just mm-hmm. more fuel that they're going to come out uh, and dominate this game. Um, Bama is my lock of the week, right? I just gave you my, my two quarter plays last week with USC and Oklahoma, which hit my under, which didn't hit. That's two and one. My lock of the week last week, Washington, it hit. Last week, it went three and one. This is my lock of the week. Bama minus seven is my lock of the week. The, all the talk about them last year, they should have lose uh, the, the penalties, the everything. I mean, they're at home. They're not having to go into Austin this year. Bama minus seven, right. and it's just fun, man. It's fun to throw a throw a, throw a little three teamer, adjust these with even plus money. I think you can kind of go, just say Bama double digits, adjust it to minus nine and a half. You can throw, um, you know, two lane plus seven and a half in there. Mm-hmm. Don't take the money line, and you're you're rocking really good parlay there. Um, speaking of parlays, our parlay this week. This is just double your money. OU money line versus SMU. Points at 16 and a half right now. I would even take OU spread. These are teams I just do not think will lose. Bama versus Texas. Okay, I lose my lock of the week. Okay, say Texas keeps it within seven. Okay, cool. I am not losing this game. Like, it's just not (laughs) happening. So, Bama wins the game. Match it up there with Utah Moneyline and Waco. Mm. Right? Like, Utah just beat Florida without their starting quarterback. They missed a couple other players. So, Baylor just lost to Texas State. (laughs) Utah's only seven-point favorites. The fact that it's so low makes me not want to touch it. Yeah, But it should be a lot higher than that. So, I I think Utah is one of those games, too, Maybe Bama and Utah, you adjust those spreads. These teams just dominate. Bama and Utah just dominate. So um, that would be my plays this week. Uh, verified plays for the week. Bama, lock of the week, minus seven. Tulane, money line, first half. Three-way parlay. Utah, money line. OU, money line. Bama, money line. Risking three units. Could win about 2.7. So. All right. Right. What's your lock of the week? I haven't decided. I might go. You said so. Utah is a seven-point favorite. Utah seven-point favorite in Waco, and they just beat Florida. I'm either thinking that or Colorado minus three. Yeah, I might go Colorado minus three. On that. 
going to On This Day in History, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. In 1986, the Oprah Winfrey Show is first broadcast nationally. In 1941, the Siege of Leningrad. 1966, uh, Star Trek with William Shatner premieres. You ever watch Star Trek? Nope. I watched one ep- one movie that was in the movie theater, but yeah. uh, I went with like six or seven friends. Um, I had no idea what I was walking into. <laughs> Um, and I walked out and I was like, yeah, Star Wars is better. So, uh, that's my, that's my opinion on that. Uh, 2022, uh, Queen Elizabeth II, uh, dies at Balmer Castle, uh, UK's longest serving monarch. It's already been a a year since Mm -hmm. that happened. Uh, happy birthday, uh, Leo Tolstoy, uh, Colonel Sanders, and Adam Sandler. Uh, Good birthdays. What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? There's so many, man, but Grown Ups is like... You can watch that thing. You can watch Grown Ups, twenty four seven. Like, I you can't get tired of that movie. I, I that's like one of the movies I've seen like the most ever. Yeah. Uncut Gems is really good, but I mean, just to like you can't get tired of it. Yeah. Grown Ups for sure. I think mine was always Billy Madison. Billy Madison, a good one. That's a good one. I mean, he don't miss. Yeah, he don't miss. Uh, all right. Uh, NFL. Cool. It's back, baby. So let's pick some of these uh, top games uh, real quick going in. Uh, rivalry renewed week one. Raiders at the Broncos. Broncos a three-and-a-half point favorite in this game. You got some new faces with Jimmy G. Sean Payton in this one. Is Russ bouncing back this season? Yeah, I don't know if it's bouncing back this season. I think he's third in his division, right? I think Denver, Denver's – looking up in their division like okay can we get the six or seven spot in the playoff so no i think um why no love baby broncos win the afc west is i I guess your intuition i did you wish for kelsey to get injured and now you're wishing for mahomes (laughs) i I mean you're gonna you're gonna your catastrophic events they don't have the enemy and he went to washington and proved to be nothing proved he hasn't been there yet Kansas City has proved, Kansas City has proved to win without him. Mm. He's going in his second year in Washington. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl without him last year. Yeah, Chiefs won it at all. So, <laughs> Chiefs won it at all. I don't care. Done. Over. No. Um, go on to the season to say Denver. I, looking up, I don't think they're going to be much success. Uh, this game, they should three and a half home opener, division rival. New coach in town. Russell Wilson's lot to prove. This this should be a seven to ten point victory. Make mm-hmm. a statement. If you want to come out here and play off bound, you got to make a statement. Week one with the new coach, new new team, no, uh, experienced quarterback. Right. Eric Benny w- went there this year. Yeah, after the end of the year. Yeah, so BNME left after this season. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, Chiefs ain't winning nothing. Not without BNME. I, I thought he left with, when Tyreek Hill left. That was my mistake. No, I no. thought I thought they left the same year. Oh, yeah, BNME left after this year. So, mm. Chiefs ain't going nowhere, baby. It's Broncos country. Let's ride. All right, all right. All right, but yeah, I, th- I think Broncos get this dub pretty easily. All right, uh, interdivision, AFC North, Bengals at the Browns. Browns, oh, this this has probably changed. I uh, put this before Joe Burrow said, I'm ready to go. Uh, but Bengals, two-and-a-half-point favorites as of that. Can Joe Burrow stay healthy uh, in this game, in this season? Browns really have owned the Bengals for the last few years, uh, getting a bunch of wins against them. Watson, you got a few games in the end of the year last year. You went through a full offseason with the Browns, so you know the offense and uh, everything about it. So, Look for a better start this year to when he came back at the end of the last year. Bengals, just so many weapons uh, that they have. Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase did lose their backup with Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, see how much see how much they rely on the run uh, this week with Joe Burrow's calf. But I think uh, Bengals get the dub pretty easily over. Or I mean, yeah, Bengals get the dub pretty easily over Cleveland. Not really a play I like in the game, betting wise. Um, Still two and a half. Still two and a half. Wow. I like I like Cincinnati to win this game. But I don't I'm looking at the over under two and I'm 
I like the under. I like the under at 48. Yeah, I can see that. Right? Joe Burrow hurt. Deshaun Watson is not going to go out there and throw two or three touchdowns. No. Right? I, mean, I think they both rely pretty heavily on the run. So, game. yeah, I mean, I think that might be the play rather than the spread in this game. Um, but for as to win the game, give me Cincinnati. I'm not touching the spread. I'm not touching the money line. I'm not touching the under. I'm leaning the under. So, next game, what you got? Uh, Dolphins at Chargers. This could be. This is a very interesting game to me. I mean, both these young quarterbacks with Tua and Herbert. Chargers a three-point favorite at home this year. I, I think they skunked the Dolphins last year. I mean, they just beat them to shreds, I believe. Uh, both, I think, are going in the right direction. I mean, Chargers, though, I, I can't look past them blowing a 27 nothing lead in the uh, wildcard division last year to the Chaguars. And then, I mean, their, their core is aging, besides Herbert. I mean... How they, old is Mike Williams? I feel like Mike Williams is only a five- or six-year pro. I feel like Mike Williams is old as heck. But, and then Eckler's getting up there. I mean, he's I just, got all that... They're, 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 was a Michael Williams before Michael Williams. No, I know, I know. You're okay. About. Yeah, 81, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, they did get Quentin Johnson from TCU, see how much he plays as a rookie uh, this year. But. Um, this is, I've already made my plays for Sunday. <laughs> Football's back, baby. This is not one I touched. Um, yeah, I wouldn't touch this one at yeah, all. Yeah, leaning, leaning this game. This is going to be a fun one to watch, but when I'm watching a game, I don't like to have a bet in it. Mm-hmm. That, is that weird? Like. Yeah. Let me throw a bet on it, but not watch it. Let me actually watch a game I want to watch and not have, yeah. you know, not have to feel stressed while I'm watching oh, yeah. it. So, um, this is not one I will be betting. This one I'll be watching. Um, I love, uh, man, minus one sixty two for the money line at Chargers. I think Chargers win this game, but I'm not willing to go down, you know, a unit and a half for it. Um, yeah, I think Chargers win this game. I lean the under. Uh, on this game as well, um, Miami. I think Herbert's going to have some passers this game. They lost Ramsey. They mm-hmm. they've lost. I feel like they lost another corner as well. Um, Miami might be coming into this game a little banged up. Yeah, they are. But I mean, um, they still, still got a pretty sound defense. I mean, so, Bradley Chubb and everything. But I mean, you got Waddle and Tyreek Hill another year with Tua. Tua's hopefully going to stay healthy. Doesn't get super knocked up. See how much uh, Chargers rely on Eckler. I mean, Eckler's a baller. I, I've drafted him the last two years in fantasy. He's been killer. But I yeah. uh, don't know how much more those legs can take and, and everything. And with Kellen Moore in the offense now, like, how often did Dallas throw screen routes? Uh, they mm-hmm. throw it a little bit down the field. So I wonder how that's going to affect Eckler receiving the ball mm-hmm. um, because Kellen likes to throw that ball, you know, 10 yards down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than, you know, screen routes or five-yard hitch routes for your running back. So, um, you listen, Elliott did not have a lot of catches. Pollard was your receiving back, and, and it, it's not like he did it at a, a crazy amount. So, really interesting to see how that offense is run. Um, not, not a play I want to touch week one when you got to learn so much about these teams. So, no. I'm I'm going to go upset here and take the Dolphins. I, I just really like two in their offense, and I mean they're pretty good last year. Got some good wins, and I think they can capitalize and bounce back, especially with a healthy Tua who had all off season and stuff to rest up. Hopefully that brain is still pretty good. But give me hey, Dolphins. Are, are, where are you? Uh, where do you? I mean, what are you doing for Sunday for the football games? Sitting on this couch watching that TV. Okay, uh, I mean, we're going to have the, the YouTube Direct TV at my, my dad's, so we're going to watch all the games there. We'll be at your dad's couch. All right, so <laughs> if you want to come over, come on over. Um, what you got next game here? All right, next game, Sunday Night Football. Dallas at the Giants. This is going to be another great game as well. Dallas a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, whoever wins this game, and if they win a big, that's a high tone for the season. Uh, you're going to be looking – you're going to be sitting real pretty, especially in this division that's pretty tough. I mean, both. I think both teams can make a run through the division. Yeah, no, I, um, I think end of season standings I like Dallas a little bit more. Uh, for this game, I like Giants plus three and a half. Um, divi- uh, week one division underdogs. So when you're the underdog and you're playing a division rival, week one last three years is thirty-two and eleven. 
on the spread. Really? 32 wow. 11. So, wow. I got a verif- verified burgers and brats bet here. Giants plus three and a half for the game. Sunday night kickoff, home game against a division team. You paid Daniel Jones early, so he didn't have to hold out, mm-hmm. right? Cowboys going through some coaching changes in the offense coordinator. Running back's going to be a little bit different. Dak threw a lot of interceptions last year. New players with Brandon Cooks. They're going to have to adapt. They're going to have to learn. Mm-hmm. Three and a half point favorites against a division rival on the road? Mm-hmm. No, nah, I can't back it. Give me the Giants. Uh, Giants uh, putting a unit on it, plus three and a half at home. Give me a field goal and a half, dude. That's, I love it. All right, well, I'm Danny Dimes. I, he still doesn't do it for me, uh, honestly. Uh, not not his biggest fan. It was Brian Dable, I think, is a great coach. Don't know how much of it was luck or just hit the hit it right last year. Yeah, got, I, I think they'll be okay, though. They got Darren Waller. They, they, yeah. up, they upgraded there. Like, they got some playmakers, Daniel Jones, now. Yeah. Daniel Jones, don't don't fool. Daniel Jones rushed three games last year over 100 yards. Don't let those legs fool you. Dang. All right, I know he tripped up on an 80-yard run at the 20-yard <laughs> line, okay? Don't let them legs fool you. Daniel Jones can run it. He was worthy of a thirty-two to thirty-five million dollar contract. Not exactly what he got. He got way more than that. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm back in Daniel Jones. I'm back in Barkley. They pay their guys. Dallas going through so many changes. You got to win this game. Much less a three and a half point underdog. Yep. Maybe Trey Lance get some action, uh, especially if Dak oh, is wow. too good. Oh wow! Maybe going... maybe no maybe they run him out with some plays. They've definitely got some plays lined up for him. Just run a for Trey Lance? Yes, bro. Just run a little wildcat with him. A um, little sweep, little sweep, pitch and go. Over under Trey Lance. Twenty five pass attempts this year. What we're basically saying is Dak and her not. I don't think they're gonna use Trey Lance, dude. Yeah, I'd go less. Yeah, I'd go less than that. So, but so. I, I think Dallas wins this game. I'll go by a field goal. So Dallas basketball. So yeah. I, I still win, I still win my bet here, baby. All right, uh, final game <laughs> Monday night football, September eleventh. Bills at Jets. Bills a two and a half point favorite in this one. Allen versus Rogers. See how much. See if the Bills still own this division against uh, all these teams, and see if the Jets are coming to take their spots. Let's see. Over under that one forty six. Hmm. I don't know the play in this one. I again, one I probably am not touching. Riding Buffalo here. I, I'm I'm going to stick to experience when you got so much changing going on. Um, at the same time, though, like the Jets won nine games last year with three or four different quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and now they're getting a two-time, three-time MVP. Yeah. So. Three or four time, honestly. I think well, he's has he won back to back to back or just back to back? He went back to back. Okay. So he might he might be a three timer. Stole it from Cooper Cup one year. But we won't talk about that. Um I, I'm really not high on the Jets. I mean they won nine games, but I mean anything can happen in the season and you can just not mesh. Remember like with uh Russ mm-hmm. and it just didn't mesh and see what happens, but I I think this is still obviously the Bills division. I'm really, I'm still high on the Bills. I don't, I don't think the Bills make a Super Bowl. I don't have them going to a Super Bowl, but I think they take care of the Jets when they play them. No, I don't think you can. I don't. I mean, I can't choose Buffalo to go to Super Bowl until they do it. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like one of those things with OU. I can't choose someone else to win the Big Twelve until someone else does it. Yeah. Right. So no, I mean, you've can't pat. You can't beat Kansas City. Or Cincinnati, either one. So, no, I, I'm I'm with you there. I, I I definitely like the other two teams in the AFC over Buffalo. Um, this game, I do like Buffalo to take it over against the Jets. So, I'm with you. We should right. bu- bu- Buffalo Bills. should win. All right, both going Bills. It should be a really good game. I hope Aaron Rodgers gets sacked about 30 times. Uh, that would be very fun. And what's your lock of the week in the NFL? I picked the Dolphins as a win, but I don't want to go lock of the week on that one. I'll, I think I'll go Bengals plus two and a half. Right. I'm gonna throw a couple bets out here. Lock of the week. Lock of the week is this. You got to be looking at quarters and halves. This is the easiest stuff, man. Lock of the week is Baltimore minus two and a half in the first quarter. Mm. I don't think a rookie out of Houston 
yeah. is going to score on his first or second drive in there's, the NFL. Throw some money on that for me. Okay, I do not think he's going to throw to go. I don't think he'll go forty yards to get in field goal range. No. Right? I think Baltimore. You only got to get one first down to get in Tucker's range. Yeah. So this is the easiest bet, guys. This is like. I kind of want to just throw locks. Like, th- like this is a lock. Like, Baltimore might soon have. If I lose this bet, like, I'll take week three off. Right? Like, <laughs> last week I won, like, 300 bucks. Like, I will go a week without doing it. And just, like, I literally, I count that as losses. You might say, hey, that might be savings. How good I am at this, that's a loss, man. I, I, this, is, uh, this is a lock in Baltimore. I put two units on it. Minus two and a half first quarter. It's happening. Um, another one I like. Call me bias. Pittsburgh money line. They they did it last year against the Bengals week one. They always play week one. They had a strong preseason. Also the under first half that game. Nick Boza uh, is back. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't. It, both teams like to run. It's going to be running clock. I don't think there's going to be many touchdowns out of either Kenny Pickett or uh, Purdy with those two defenses. Take the under there. Um, Atlanta Falcons money line against Carolina at home. Too many playmakers on Atlanta with Kyle Pitts, the addition of uh, Robinson. Um, they got that other receiver, their number two receiver over there, who looks a freaking giant. He had a heck of a offseason, it looks like. So um, give me Atlanta's money line. And then no Cooper Cup, like you said, week one. Uh, so I added this bet today when I was listening to radio. No Cooper Cup week one. I took... Uh, the Seahawks minus five and a half, um, and New England, Philadelphia, and New England taking the under in that game. Um, I don't think uh, Hertz is just going to go out here and score two, three, four touchdowns. Um, Bill Belichick is smart; he plays a defensive coach. I also don't trust Mac Jones to go out there and play in an offensive battle. So, game scripting that one that will be a low-scoring game in New England. So. Verified bets of the day. I'll post them all on Twitter. Uh, they'll, they'll all be on the site Sunday morning. Um, you just heard them on the podcast. Go back and listen to them again. Really quickly, Baltimore lock of the day, minus two and a half first quarter. M- Pittsburgh money line with the under in the first half. Falcons money line at home against Carolina with their new playmakers and a young offense. Seahawks, no Cooper Cup against the Rams. Uh, give me Seahawks with Geno Smith. Better quarterback play, better playmakers everywhere. I would take Geno Smith over Matthew Stafford. I would take their three quarterbacks, their three receivers. I would take their two running backs over Cam Akers. Give me the Seahawks, minus five and a half in that one. Um, and then under in the New England game with Joe, uh, with Jalen Hurts. And then the Giants, plus three and a half. All right, real quick. Super Bowl predictions for Super the Bowl. Um, let's see. Give, give me two teams. Give me two teams. Let's go uh, each each conference or your one, one team each conference? One team each conference. Okay. Um Give me Cincinnati. Give me. Give me San Fran. I don't like saying it, man. I don't like saying San Fran, but San Francisco and the Bengals. Rematch of the 1988 Super Bowl. All right. 1988. Yeah, that was when uh, when Montana saw. Have the Bengals ever made the Super Bowl besides? I f- who was it when, uh, who did they play in the Super Bowl when he saw that? Who did he see? Jim? He saw someone in the stands, and Montana was like, let's just go down the field and score a touchdown. He saw someone in the stands. Do you no remember idea. that? Nope. Don't remember that legend. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's, oh, I can't. Is it Jim, Jim Carrey? Oh, I don't know, but famous story. I mean, he just got that Joe Burrow composure. Yeah. Montana goes down there, sees someone in the stand in the Super Bowl uh, game-winning drive. Um, I believe I had that Super Bowl right, but we'll go back. We'll look at it. We'll get on the next podcast. Um, who are you sharing your burger and brought with? Where I get my Super Bowl pick first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get um, you, give me your Super Bowl pick. I am going, I'm going just like you. I'm going Bengals in the AFC, but I'm going Eagles. Make it back. Make it back? In the NFC. Yeah. Oh, man. I think it's just... I like I like Seahawks too. To stay away from them, stay away from the Seahawks. I like I'll, stay away from Pete Carroll, man. I like the Seahawks. All right, here. share our burger and brat. Let's stay away from the Seahawks. Um, all right, I'm sharing my burger and brat. Uh, 
I mean, Jimmy Buffett, man. R.I.P. Mm. in Paradise. R.I.P. in Margaritaville. Margarita. Uh, um, Jimmy Buffett uh, died this past week. I mean, just a legend. Margaritaville, 5 o'clock somewhere. Like, set the, one of the best nachos you'll ever have. Margaritaville. I mean, mm. just fun. Who, which, which legend would you rather be? Jimmy Buffett or Bob Marley? Who would you rather? Like, I'd rather be Jimmy. Jimmy? Yeah. yeah. It's a good island time, baby. But, yeah, uh, Share My Burger brought uh, with Jimmy Buffett, just the unexpected passing of him. And then also uh, Steve Harwell, uh, a Smash Mouth lead singer, died this week. So Share My Burger brought with uh, them. Legends passing too soon. Share My Burger and brought. Let's see. I'll share my, you know what? I'll share my burger and brat with Brent Venables. I was down on OU all year. <laughs> Talked down about them all off season, Saying how much, you know, I don't really feel confident about OU football. I'm not, you know, completely one convinced week. one week, you know. But 73 nothing. you don't give up any point. I remember, like, I remember just wishing for that when we had um, Grinch. Mm-hmm. I remember when Grinch would throw a shutout in the first half, and we were like, okay, yeah. And then, you know, and then they scored two touchdowns in the second half, and we would get upset. I love a zero on the board. Mm-hmm. So sharing my burger and brat with Venables, keep it up. Um, keep it up. I kind of want to keep seeing this. So mm-hmm. um, not with the zeros, but the, the confidence in the team uh, – yeah, I mean, uh, to, to to see that again would be something this week would be like a, a 45-10 to 10 win. Would be something very similar to 73 nothing last week. If we get 45-10 or 38-7, anything like that, like, I will love that. Yeah. You know, so. so it much tougher opponent, but I think it should be a pretty good outcome for the Sooners. All right, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed our college ball week two picks, NFL week one. Uh, take Cole's picks to the bank. I mean, he's winning money, so you guys can win money too. Uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, at Burgers and Brats. Hopefully you watch uh, live on millions.co, or you can go rewatch the stream there. And check out the website at burgersbratspodcast.com. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.